tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido. ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Hello, good afternoon and welcome to the Midday News. The news is live on Joy 99.7 FM here in Accra and Kumasi. We are on Love 99.5 FM. Affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. We are on Gangai FM in Jirapa, Bedering FM in Bumkrugu, Radio Somali in KTU Radio in Kofredia, and Amenuveve FM in Aplau. We are live on X Spaces. We are on Facebook. We are on myjoyonline.com. The midday news is sponsored by Petrol Soul, your clean fuel in full quantity. Petrol Soul is always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by Dura Plus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDP pipes and water tank. We are the only water storage tank with the level indicator. Where Dura Plus goes, water flows. In this edition, anger, grief and fear grips residents of Jirapa after murder of Eric Johnson, business mogul and CEO of Royal Cozy Hill Hotel, also known as Jirapa Dubai. Some of them wish that they have known this unknown assailant. They will have dealt with him, pointed that this is somebody who came to develop our area. And it really increased commercial activities are in this area. For one person to stop them in the back, they are not really Already five of his workers have been picked up to aid investigations as a team of investigators uh, investigators and experts led by the Director General of CID move to the region. The IGP has uh, dispatched a team of crack CIDs including the Director General of CID to come into the region. I'll take you live to the area also this afternoon. Puride, vicious and violent attacks on journalists. This has resulted in the equally unilateral decision of the GJA in calling for a boycott or blackout. Why is 
the approach is popular, it is dysfunctional. In the face of harsh criticisms by the National Media Commission, journalists and the Media Foundation West Africa rally strongly behind the Ghana Journalists Association's blacklist of politicians. I'm heartily shocked that no other person came here to use our platform to chastise us than the NMC chair. That is why perhaps we've gotten to a point where they've run down the National Media Commission to a point where no one respects it anymore. I support the action that they are taking to blacklist certain politicians. We have details of that. Also, government takes on former President Mahama and Samuel Kujetua Blakwa, who have claimed the state has abandoned victims of the flood caused by the spillage of the Akonsombo Dam, outlining specific measures to resettle victims. Who, who has abandoned them? That is a claim by Kujetua Blakwa and his party, the NDC. That's just unfortunate. Mm. It's unfortunate for anybody to say that the government has not responded to the needs of the people. It's, it's rather unfortunate. Everybody knows what we have done. I was there on Wednesday. We have details of some of the victims still living in tents, braced for the rains, which they say will make their lives even more uncomfortable. We need proper structure. The tent, uh, if you enter in the morning, you feel comfortable. But during the afternoon, there's so much heat, so you can't even stay in it. Yes, and even if it rained, last time it rained, the whole place was so disorganized. And their sports. Ivory Coast weathered a storm to win the 2023 AFCON title and break the 18 year host and win tournament curse. And President Akofado describes as unfortunate former President Mahama's comment on the authenticity of the recent West Africa Senior School Certificate examination results. You go to places and the teachers are conniving with the children to cheat. Students of Wesley Girls High School, Wegehei Girls, do you cheat in examinations? We have that and more in this afternoon's edition of the Midday News. I am MFA Apau. This is your home of independent, fearless and credible journalism. Please do stay on for details. Many thanks for your company, and it's a mixture of anger, grief, and fear. At the same time in Jirapa this afternoon, as some residents come to terms with the gruesome murder of Eric Johnson, a business mogul and CEO of Royal Cozy Hills Hotel known as Jirapa Dubai. According to reports, the murder was committed in Mr. Johnson's private residence, which is also on the same property as the hotel. Five persons have so far been picked up by the police in connection with the incident. We'll soon get to hear from the police on the suspects, but first, listen to Rafiq Salam narrate what he saw when he visited the Royal Cozy Hill Hotel. It's alleged that the unknown assailant got into the compound of the private residence of Eric Johnson uh, using a ladder uh, from the back of the house. And so, aided by the ladder, he jumped into the compound and then got into the hall of the private residence of Eric Johnson. And then after, he's alleged to have used a master key to open the room of Eric Johnson, met him somehow wearing a towel, believe that he may have come from the bathroom. And so I looked at his body, saw a lot of uh, wounds around his abdomen, around his chest, and also her cheeks. That clearly means that these were marks of assault, and then it's indicating that uh, he was allegedly stabbed by this unknown assailant. And then after that, this unknown assailant uh, picked uh, the push key, of the car of uh, Eric Johnson and then drove the car, go to the main gate and then honk uh, for his security man to open him to go out. And he finally left the car at the middle of town and went away. Uh, so these are the snippets of information that we have gotten from the area. 
And then also yesterday, I want to go to the Royal Causey Hills Hotel to speak to our workers of the hotel to see uh, what was really happening. All the workers that we attempted to speak to, all of them were muted. They were tired-lipped. They told us that they didn't know anything about what was happening at the place. We tried to put it to them that uh, whether they are aware that their boss is allegedly being killed. Uh, they said, no, we are not aware of any other thing. And so we also went our own ways, and then we were able to get into uh, the compound of the executive mansion, and that was where we met the police and met some workers, uh, management members of the hotel there with the police, and after that, the lifeless body of Eric was moved uh, to the upper Sweden hospital in Hamburg, and that was where he was deposited uh, for further investigation. Well, my colleague Rafiq Salam joins us on the line with more on what's happening as we speak. Now, Rafiq, you've been interacting with residents who are visibly angry. What have you been telling you and what's the mood there now, you'd say? The residents actually are not really happy about what transpired uh, on Sunday uh, because they believe that Eric Johnson uh, is a front office coordinator uh, who came to develop uh, the area. And so for them, they think that the alleged happened. Uh, of uh, Eric by Unun Asjan. It's really not a start from only Eric alone, but the entire Gira uh, and also the apples within at large. Well, you've been interacting with some family members. I know you know him very closely. They must be devastated. What have they been saying? The family members are really uh, in shock. They are shocked to the marrow about what transpired. I tried to speak to the Gira chief that just as Donald Bong. Uh, for him, he was really in tears, and I'm wondering what is really happening uh, to the Grepa uh, fit. And so people are really angered, and then also not happy about the way things have fun out in the area, and the way that it never happened. Well, already we had reports about this uh, particular gruesome man that may have been linked to some chieftaincy dispute amongst others. What exactly have you been picking up when it comes to this particular incident? For all, I think that we should uh, leave this uh, for the security forces to investigate because I've, we have also heard about uh, some of these uh, things uh, that are transpired uh, uh, on the Jirepa infancy uh, uh, dispute. And then also, but you see, from the look of it, people are also looking at it from different angles that the person who may have perpetrated his act acted professionally. He executed his plan very well. And it could be somebody who knew Eric and knows as well about you know Eric Pessel and you know that Eric doesn't joke with his personal security. So it's up to the security forces who are really investigating to look into the matter to unravel the mystery surrounding the death of this great man from the area. Now, Rafiq, we know that the National Police um, Service mentioned that they were deploying men, including the Director General of CID. Have they arrived? And what exactly is being done by the regional police as well? Um, I just speak to now, uh, they arrived in the region about an hour ago and they moved uh, to Jirapa to uh, continue the investigation that was started yesterday. So as I talk to you now, they are Jirapa, they have started their investigation. That's my colleague Rafiq Salam there, our regional correspondent, giving his update on this particular incident. And I, we earlier mentioned that the police have picked up five persons. Um, joining me in the studio is my colleague Hannah Odame, giving us details of what the police statement says. Uh, Hannah, uh, who are these persons who have been picked up? MFR, this information that was posted on the police Facebook page about 15 hours ago mentions Dokuri Foster, who we are told is the personal cook, Brian Makasim, the head of security, 
Bayo Felix, who was a security officer, and Michael Kluge, who manages all the businesses of the late Mr. Johnson, including the Cozy Hotel, as well as Kambata Kweku. He was the first person who was arrested. All of these, the five of them, are in police custody, assisting with investigations. Well, Joy News will bring you updates on this developing story on all our platforms, and there's more on myjoyonline.com. Moving away from it, despite facing severe criticism from the National Media Commission, journalists and Media Foundation for West Africa have thrown their support behind the GJA's bold decision to blacklist politicians who have attacked members of the press. The association declared a blackout on MP for Wutu Senya Ace, Mavis Hawakumsen, and then MP for Yendi, Farouk Ali Mahama, both accused in the assault of KPFM and City TV journalists in the heat of the NPP's parliamentary primaries. But the NMC chairman, Yaobwe for criticized the decision, saying the association could have used other avenues to address the situation. Let me turn my attention to the recent puerile, vicious, and violent attacks on journalists for exercising their primary obligation of informing our people. This has resulted in the equally unilateral decision of the GJA in calling for a boycott or blackout on such people. Whilst the approach is popular, it is dysfunctional. I still hold the position that whilst it is disheartening for journalists to be attacked violently, the unilateral resolve to black out or boycott is not the most productive reaction. We cannot fight impunity with impunity. But in a sharp rebuttal, DJ President Albert Jumfo defended his decision, saying it was the right move to care about tax on the media. In every extraordinary situation, we take extraordinary decisions. We see this situation, the media find itself as abnormal. And that in abnormal situations, you don't need dysfunctional or functional mind to treat abnormal situations. You deal with it abnormally. And that is the position with Gigi. And I am surprised that, I'm heartily shocked that no other person came here to use our platform to chastise us than the NMC chair. He is a senior journalist and a veteran. He didn't take his time to even as a thing from us. What, yes, and what even informed the position? He hasn't communicated to us. And you just come here and tell us that it is just populist and it's dysfunctional. We expected him to tell us the functional measures and the functional ways we could solve this. He couldn't give us functional ways and he has run away. Well, Mr. Junfo's position has garnered support from members of the media fraternity, including those who have themselves been attacked. Emmanuel Ante, formerly of the multimedia group and editor of the Modern Ghana newspaper, Emmanuel Abugri, both supports the move. How, how is it unproductive? How? This is rather to try to bring certain people who try to uh, uh, put uh, journalists in harm's way in line so that they will, they will think and think twice when they are about to act or do something that might, might uh, jeopardize the, the, the security of the journalist. You're just going to do your job. You're trying to report what is happening and then somebody pounces on you and beats you mercilessly to the extent that you have a scar for life and then somebody else will see or will sit somewhere and say that, oh, this is uh, unproductive. It is usually that it sends a particular message to, to the people out there that, look, if you attack journalists, we'll come after you. And I believe that it is, it is, it is about time that we take something, take some serious actions against such people now. 
Well, thankfully, we've been joined on the phone by um, the Media Foundation for West Africa Executive um, Secretary Suleimana Brahima. Thank you so much uh, for your time here on the Midday News. So you've been listening uh, to the justification on the NMC on the steps taken by the GJA for them. It's unproductive, but the GJA is defending this particular issue. But really, blacklisting politicians and individuals who attack journalists, is that the way to go? Well, I think that whatever it is to send a signal to uh, state and non-state actors about the safety of journalists is worth pursuing. Uh, we've gotten to a point where all arsenals must be deployed. Um, over the course of time, different actions have been taken. Petitions have been written. Um, statements have been issued. Appeals have been made. In fact, in some cases, legal remedies have been sought. And yet, we see a trend where there is an increasing uh, attacks on, rate of attacks on journalists. Our press freedom status is declining. And of course, if you are in a country where you know, press freedom used to be one of the, uh, your bright stars, and suddenly it is something that is going down, it, it sends a strong signal about the deterioration of the country's democracy. And to that extent, I would have expected uh, an institution like the National Media Commission to strongly back. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Los mejores viajes. Nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. The action by the GJA to, to ensure that that strong signal is sent to whether it's a politician or a non-politician whose activities uh, result in the abuse of, of a journalist. Well, the issue about sustainability and whether it is deterrent enough is a concern also. 
Well, whether it is sustainable or not depends on you. And when I say you, I mean you journalists and you media organizations. The GJA is an association. The GJA is not a media organization. It's not, it, it's not a newsroom. And the GJA is saying that those of you who are on the front lines, you are being beaten, you are being attacked, and that is not the right way to go. And the action they are taking is to say, look, these are politicians. They need your coverage. They need you to send their messages out there. We don't think that these are people that you should cover. It is up to the media and up to the journalists to say that, yes, we agree with the GJA. We don't think that it is right for our people to be beaten by these politicians. And therefore, yes, we, we don't want to have anything to do with them until they take actions that would showcase the fact that they, they regret what happened. Mm -hmm. And going forward into the future, nothing like that would happen. And then by that action, sending a signal to peers that, look, the way to go is not to beat up a journalist when you disagree with whatever they are doing. So whether it is sustainable or not would depend on you, the journalist, and you, media organizations. Well, because that's it. That's I have said time and again that one of the weakest links in advocacy for press freedom is the inaction of the same media organizations and journalists that organizations are working to defend. Mm. That said, you must be surprised at the stance taken by the NMC chairman, for a man we consider as one of us. Absolutely. Um, I, I feel it's, not that I feel, it's actually a very, very unfortunate statement. It ought not to have come from someone like uh, who has been a journalist, who has been an editor, who has been a leader at the GJA before, and has before now been the executive secretary of the National Media Commission. And he is a lawyer. He knows what the Constitution says about press freedom. And he knows how our, our standards of press freedom have been deteriorating over time. And in fact, it is during his tenure as chairperson of the executive, uh, chairperson of the National Media Commission, that things have gotten worse. And people then would say, is the NMC not acting because the, the government of the day is the one that appointed him to represent the president on the, on the National Media Commission? And that is the question that people are beginning to raise. That is it because he's a representative of the president and got elected by his peers as the chair, and therefore he would not be happy with actions that sort of uh, are against persons in the party of the president, as in the case of Howard Kumsten and Farouk Mahama. Well, I think that Mr. Yabwadu I mean, uh, my advice to him is if, if he wouldn't lead the NMC in a way that would give us results, he shouldn't be impeding actions by other organizations to try and do what the NMC must be doing, which it is not doing. We are grateful for your time. That's Suleiman Abraima, Executive Secretary of the Media Foundation for West Africa. Now, government has described as unfortunate claims by former President John Mahama and Noftong MP Samuel Okujeto Ablakwa that victims of the flooding caused by the spillage of the Akonsumbu Dam have been abandoned. This is even though more than 10,000 victims in Noftong alone are still living in tents left to the mercy of the weather as donations from the public dwindle. We'll hear from Regional Minister Dr. Archibald Lecher, but first listen to Enad Morep at one of the camps, Gloria Domcho, explaining the struggles of the victims still living intense the main challenge we have now is uh, accommodation like we need proper structure the tent uh, if you enter in the morning you feel comfortable but during the afternoon 
There's so much heat, so you can't even stay in it. Yes, and even if it rained, last time it rained, the whole place was so disorganized. In terms of support, do you still get people coming in to offer support, food items and other things that you guys need here? Yes, by the help of the traditional authority, NADMO, VRA, and the Muslim community. Well, so that's a Gloria Domcho is a Nadmo rep there. And the chiefs in the area are furious about what they say is a slow pace of action to resettle and compensate victims. Togwe Kwisi Nego, the sixth, is Manklado for Mefe, and Togwe Gampa Tamiya Jekle, the seventh. Because we heard that VRA supported Nadmo with some amount of money to take care of all of us. But uh, we have not seen any action up to now. We are calling on them to do the right thing to form an interministerial committee. They will look into our situations and come and help us. As at now, as I speak today, from the time the president came here till now, the interministerial committee have not been on the ground. How would they be able to help us if they don't come to hear our challenges? Volta Regional House of Chiefs is calling on government and VRA for a complete resettlement of the impacted communities that has suffered as a result of what VRA did to us. Well, my colleague Kwekwa Santi was in Mefe uh, over the weekend. He's joined me in the studio. Welcome back from Mefe, Kweku. Mm. Now, briefly, what's the state of these tents that the victims are still living in Ute? Well, a lot of these tents have been completely worn out. There are so many of them that are still leaking. And that is why the residents are really concerned that where the onset of the rainy season, which you expect to be in the coming weeks, they are going to really struggle. And former President John Mahama, who has been there, is clearly not happy with what he says is the willful neglect of government against the concern that have been expressed by these victims. This disaster occurred, occurred in September last year, precisely September 15th. And we're in February 2024, nearly five clear months after the disaster began. And clearly, government does not empathize with the plight of the people. Five months of governmental neglect offends the directive principles of state policy. When the president visited, he meant it when he said that he was only here because of the oath he swore as president and not because the people of this area vote for him. Meanwhile, Volta Regional Minister Dr. Achibod Lecha is fighting back. He insists the only thing outstanding for the government to build are resettlement homes for victims and is to secure land. They currently have a committee working on that. Who, who has abandoned them? That is a claim by Okujota Blackwa and his party, the NDC. That who has abandoned them? That your government, the interministerial committee, they specifically mentioned the president and the vice president. They say you have not come to the aid of these persons. That's, That's just unfortunate. Mm. It's unfortunate for anybody to say that the government has not responded to the needs of the people. It's, it's rather unfortunate. Everybody knows what we have done. I was there on Wednesday. And I went around with the Honorable Kujetua Blokwa in the D. Are we getting to the stage where uh, government has voted money for resettlement? We've also agreed that in the central town we're going to have three settlements, and uh, in the north town we are going to have six or seven settlements. And the DCs are now lazing with the chiefs. And we set up a committee last week uh, and gave the committee a week to come out with the identification of the size for the resettlement. 
Dr. Archibald Lecher is the Volta Regional Minister taking us on a quick break here on the Midday News live on Joy 99.7 FM in Accra. In Kumasi, we are on Love 99.5 FM. We are live on X Spaces. We are on Facebook here on myjoinline.com and affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. The Midday News is sponsored by Petrol Soul, your clean fall in full quantity. Also brought to you by Dura Plus Ghana Limited, where Dura Plus goes, water flows, anger, grief, and fear grips residents of Jirapa after murder of Eric Johnson, business mogul and CEO of Royal Cozy Hill Hotel, known as Jirapa Dubai. Or we are told in the last few minutes also two more workers have been picked up, bringing the number to seven workers to aid investigations. We'll return from the break with sport, and then President Akufado describes as unfortunate former President Mahama's comment on the authenticity of the recent Wasi results. You go to places and the teachers are conniving with the children to cheat. Students of Wesley Girls High School, Wegehey Girls, do you cheat in examinations? This is the midday news time for sports Mubarak. Yes, MFR. And so after 52 matches featuring 24 nations at the AFCON, it was Ivory Coast who emerged victorious, claiming their third title after defeating Nigeria 2-1 in the final. The Elephants became the first nation to host and win the tournament since Egypt did so in 2006. But their journey was bumpy because the host nation narrowly advanced to the knockout stages by virtue of being one of the four best third place teams. Now their midfielder Seko Fofana sheds light on the team's remarkable turnaround. Sometimes God makes some situation to show you you need to change something to work very hard and uh, we do this. No, we come back more strong with uh, some spirit because uh, every game we start we are losing one uh, zero or we lose some player but we trust every time because we have also the support of people and today we are very happy because we show we are the best team. And we work about this team because we are very good players with a strong team and today we are very happy about the success, you know. Every game was not difficult, uh, easy and uh, we are very happy about the success and I hope everybody can enjoy it. That's uh, Seko Fofana, the midfielder of Ivory Coast and we have to ask ourselves when will be Ghana's time? Uh, it will come one day. Thank you very much, Mubarak. Now, President Akufado has described as unfortunate comments by former President John Mahama questioning the authenticity of a recent West Africa senior school certificate examination result. According to him, some invigilators relax on the job as teachers aid students in answering questions. This comes after the Education Minister, Dr. Yao Seyeduchum, announced that this year's result is the best since 2015. You go to places and the teachers are conniving with the children to cheat. The effect of this will be seen later. Because you certify these children, you say he's of this standard, either basic BCE or SSCE, and that child will use that certificate, go abroad to a school, and they'll find that in Ghana your qualification is not up to what you say it is. It is, it is going to affect this nation. But addressing the 187th speech and prize-giving day at the Wesley Girls High School in Cape Coast, President Akufado says the criticism lacks merit. Contrary to the normal experience, wider access and improved quality have gone hand in hand. Long may this continue. It is a pity, though, that the sad nature of aspects of contemporary Ghanaian politics drove some otherwise allegedly responsible people, including a former president, 
and perennial presidential candidate to question the integrity of the results happily without any foundation and attribute these results to cheating. Students of Wesley Girls High School, Wegehe Girls, do you cheat in examinations? I'm sure this loud no will send a strong message to those who express this unfortunate, misguided sentiment. President Akufuado over the weekend takes me to MNJ. Do yes. you cheat in examinations? Oh, me. I think Maso should answer that. <laughs> <laughs> She's writing exams now. Yeah. Yeah. What's but happening on social media? It looks lot. like everywhere is quiet now. You know, but, you know, Cookathon is trending, but not for the Cookathon that you know. Uh -huh. You it's know, so Cookathon Reloaded. Nigerians Nigeria. are being cooked on social media. Hey, can Nigerians be in Nagumha? Seriously, ever So, you know, <laughs> apparently people are saying that Nigerians thought the Afcon was Afrobeats. Ah, but it's not Afrobeat. No Grammys, no electricity. Yes. No yeah, so people ask, someone says that, Kalije says, Hilda Vasi used four days to cook Jollof. Ghanaians who used two years to cook Nigerians. Yeah. So you are still cooking them. In fact, it's like an agenda. <laughs> Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.